हेलो हेलो वेलकम और वेलकम बैक टू योर नेक्स्ट बिथ स्टॉप द वन बिथ स्टॉप यू शुड बी टेकिंग टू नो एवरीथिंग दैर इज टू नो अबाउट फॉर्मूला वन सो आई नो आई नो आई मिस आउट ऑन एपिसोड लास्ट वीक बट आई डेंट हैव कंटेंट्स दैट वॉज गुड इनफ या आई मीन आई रिकॉर्डेड एन एपिसोड एन आई डिड ऑल दैट जैस बट आई जस्ट डेंट रिलीज इट बिकॉज आई वॉजेंट वेरी हैप्पी विद इट एंड आई मीन दज नो यूज इन पुटिंग आउट कंटेंट इफ यू नॉट हैप्पी विद इट राइट so yeah anyway forget all that let's talk about the important and the finer things in life like this beautiful beautiful race that we had last weekend um the imola grand prix and i mean wow this race almost made being sad for 3 weeks worth it okay no wait it definitely did not almost definitely i mean what a beautiful race it had all the drama you'd want in a race it had rain it had spinning cars it had an overtaking incident it had penalties it had a podium that was not hamilton verstappen bottas or hamilton bottas verstappen although two of those people were the same but still it was different and it had a red flag i mean honestly what else do you need sheesh so much happened this weekend and i honestly don't even know where to start at this point in time so you know if i miss out on something please forgive me i'm only human but um i guess i could start with a summary of what happened on friday and saturday uh, throughout practice and qualifying so throughout practice mercedes looked extremely strong especially bottas the man was flying um alfa tauri and ferrari looked pretty decent too mclaren definitely struggled for a while there especially ricardo um red bull seemed to have decent pace but uh, they improved consistently over the course of the weekend aston martin and alpine were pretty average i guess um williams too alfa romeo and haas uh, nothing too great good so come saturday both williams made it into q2 for a while there it definitely looked like latifi would finally outqualify russell but that didn't really happen and the the big news is lando could have been at least p3 at least but these stupid track limits didn't let that happen but um yeah it, it was very annoying but he made up for it you know you know so but all was not lost on saturday hamilton got his 99th pole checo was p2 and max was p3 uh you, are you wondering where valtteri was in all of this he qualified p8 in front of ocon and stroll who were obviously p9 and 10 leclerc was p4 followed by gasly daniel and then lando so these made your top 10 and signs was p11 Now I had a feeling that Sunday was going to be great, and let me tell you, race day did not disappoint at all. I mean, I actually had to make a list to cover everything that had happened in the race, and it was a two-page long list, and I'm still very sure that I've forgotten something. <laughs> so just imagine the amount of things that happened during the course of this race. God, it it tired me, but it was a good kind of tired, obviously. Cool. So let's start. Uh, so we started with a beautiful, absolutely stunning overtake by Max, an overtake that resulted in him well leading the race. Albeit, I mean, there was a little bit of contact, but it was it was just a class move. It was it was absolutely clinical. Um, now drama in the race was expected because it was a wet race, right? And a wet race always pours drama 
always i mean it wasn't guaranteed to be a wet race but the predictions were not off and they were not wrong it did spell drama okay wait 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 even before the overtake happened um lacless pan at aqua mineralia during the formation lap and even before that alonso when he was on his way to the grid spun his alpine and damaged the front wing things were also haywire in the aston martin garage because there was an issue with both cars which meant that vettel was starting from the pit lane okay so now getting back to the actual race max was leading and then there was a safety car on lap 2 second lap of the race so how So Latifi spun at Aqua Minerali too, and when he rejoined the race, had a contact with Mazepin, which resulted with him crashing into the wall just before turn fourteen. I was definitely surprised to see that the first car that spun in the race was not Mazepin's Haas, but he did cause it. So I mean. Behind the safety car, as Schumacher came out of the pit exit, he spun and lost his front wing. Then, then the pit entry closed. So you know he finished a couple laps without a proper front wing. Not the best thing to watch. Okay, so in the front, in the front of the pack, Leclerc was in P3 now. So during the safety car laps, Perez went off track and lost two places. But he very casually just rejoined the race and regained the positions that he had lost. Now, if that happens, a car is allowed to lo- to gain its positions, but they're not supposed to go over the speed limit that is set for the safety car laps. And Perez well went over the speed limit. so he had to be given a penalty by the FIA he was given a 10 second stop go penalty which he completed on lap 29 so when the race restarted on lap 7 after the safety car hamilton tried to make a move on verstappen but to no avail he remained second and leclerc remained third at that moment in time bottas was p10 Now what was also surprising was the fact that Gasly was in wet tires for a good portion of the start of the race. It didn't actually work as much in his favor and these tires affected his timings massively. Ocon was on the wet tires too when the race started, but he immediately changed them up realizing that the conditions weren't nearly as bad for him to use wet tires. Gasly finally changed his tires on lap 16 and th- thank god he did. because i mean towards the end they were pulling like 8 seconds out of his lap timings it was bad now then came the mclaren team orders norris was behind ricardo and had a lot of dirty air in front of him which resulted in him not being able to push the car to its absolute limit now even though he had qualified p7 um he he had a little incident with stroll in the beginning of the race which pushed him a little back but he was slowly making his way up towards the right and then he was stuck behind ricardo so mclaren gave them orders to swap and that's fair because right after they swapped lando was flying no literally he was because within 4 to 5 laps he had pulled a gap of like 8 seconds or something that's amazing soon signs overtook ricardo too and was p5 and uh, but that was after several trips to the gravel <laughs> yeah so in the pits everyone was waiting to see who would switch to the slicks first and um, i'm not saying what happened was the first person to do so but he was the first one to go into the pits between him and hamilton so when he had a 5 second lead over hamilton during lap 27 i think on lap 27 he went into the pits and so then when he came out hamilton was leading the race and he went into the pit stop a lap or two later i think it was the next lap 
but the bad news here was that Hamilton pit stop was slower when compared to the usual so that four second pit stop cost him the lead max was leading again now lap 31 was when something happened that you don't see happening too often right hamilton made a mistake he was in the gravel at turn 7 and actually stayed there for quite a while he lost his front wing there and he slowly reversed out of the gravel right but he had already been lapped by then by max so yeah, but then things somehow worked in his favor, not exactly in his teammates' favor, but I mean, the actual drama happened then, the Russell Bottas crash. Now, there are a lot of people going either ways, both parties have several supporters, and I wouldn't entirely blame one person, you know. I mean, it takes two to tango, right? But although it might be a fair 60-40 blame for George and Valtteri, it was deemed a racing incident, nothing else. Now both cars were destroyed. I think what was destroyed even more were their respective egos. Now honestly, none of us know what's going on in their minds, right? It could be because of the potential 2022 Mercedes seat or we don't know. So And we will never know. But what we do know is that there are a lot of memes about this. Oh wait, I didn't tell you why there are memes. So there are memes because after the crash happened, Russell got out of the car and gave Bottas a tuppley on the head. I'm not kidding. A tuppley. And then Bottas showed him the middle finger. What a great time to be alive and be a Formula 1 fan. Honestly, just great. So I'm very sure that there's something with George being in the points that upsets the universe. I'm absolutely certain of it. Now last year as well, when he was running in the points at this very track, he didn't finish the race. And then there was the whole disaster at Sakhir that we don't talk about. I mean, what even is going on? Oh, okay, okay, fuck, wait. Let's back up for a moment here and talk about the fact about how a Williams was about to overtake a Mercedes for P9 in the race. Think about that. I mean, really think about that. A Williams overtaking a Mercedes for P9. Just let that piece of information sink in process it analyze it do whatever you want to do with it but just yeah so anyway because of the crash there was a lot of debris on track right which resulted in the race being red flagged so the race was stopped which was extremely good for lewis because uh, once the race is red flagged all the lapped cars are unlapped which means that he was starting p8 at the restart behind stroll the chances of a win were getting lesser by the second. Now Max was P1 obviously, followed by Leclerc, Norris and Perez. At the restart, Max almost spun. Almost. But he maintained his lead. Norris was quick to get to P2 and it was at this moment in time when I started bouncing around. Okay, I was getting excited. Maybe, maybe we'll have a good podium. Who knows? And then Perez spun on lap 38 and fell from P4 to P14. On the other hand, Hamilton was charging up the field and was tapping Bicep kept extending his lead. So Hamilton kept setting fastest laps one after the other and was already up to P5. That man is a beast. Now by lap 55, Hamilton had taken P3 from Leclerc. Now Verstappen was at least 18 seconds ahead of Norris who was wearing his tires out to stay P2. But Hamilton somehow made his way up to P2 with 3 laps left. But there was no way he was going to catch Max. He was almost an entire pit stop ahead of him. Now the fun part is, 
Hamilton set the fastest lap of the race, which helps him stay ahead of Max in the championship by one point. One. I'm really hoping that this is a title fight that goes down to the end. I'm praying to the Formula One gods every day to let it be a title fight that goes down to the end. Please, you all pray with me. Anyway, so race results. Uh, Verstappen, Hamilton, Norris, Leclerc, Sainz, Ricardo, Gasly, Stroll, Ocon, Alonso made your top 10, followed by Perez, Sonoda, Raikkonen, Giovinazzi. Vettel was classified as a finisher, although his gearbox gave way in the last lap of the race. Um, and Schumacher and Mazepin both has his being two laps off. And then we had Bottas, Russell and Latifi who did not finish. Now, several penalties were given out during the course of this race. And after the race, uh, Sonoda was given a 5-second penalty for exceeding track limits. Stroll also received a 5-second penalty for leaving the track and gaining advantage that is successfully overtaking. Uh, and Raikkonen received a 30-second penalty for a rolling start infringement. Now, a rolling start infringement is basically when a car spins and loses control when there's a safety car on track. So in the case that happens, the car has to regain position without breaching the set speed limits. But if the driver fails to do that, then he has to go to the pit and start from there when the race is green flagged. Kimi failed to do either and hence he was given this penalty. Now Checo obviously went through a similar thing and as I already explained, he regained his position by going beyond the set speed limit, which is why he was given the stop-go penalty. But Kimi's penalty resulted in Alonso getting his first point of the season. So, yeah. So, what's really clear after this race is that Mercedes are definitely feeling the pressure this time around. Um, Red Bull has a championship winning car. The title and or constructors fight can go down to the absolute wire. Lando Norris is killing it. Ferrari is doing so much better than last year. Williams can actually maybe score some points this year around. And this last one, I'm just manifesting that McLaren has the pace. And once Daniel settles in, he will kill it too. So, oh God, I'm so excited about this season. I'm absolutely loving how it's shaping up and I cannot wait to see what happens. And um, the good news is that the next race is only two weeks away. So, yay. And, um, oh, yeah, that's all I have for you this week. And I wanted to tell you all that if there's anything specific that you want me to cover in the episode for next week, then just DM me on Instagram or Twitter. And I'll be happy to do so in the next episode. So, yeah, that's all I have for you. Thank you for tuning in. Bye.